I was so mad because like I've always been super strong so like being able to force myself to like hold back on weight so I can actually yeah. learn the movements and not be awful at it yeah. that was really probably hard and then when I remember when I got like put like 10 maybe 10 pound plates on each side and I was like yes yeah. so strong so strong but but it was great. Hey everybody, it's Coach Charlie. Welcome or welcome back to the Building Better People podcast brought to you by BoomFit. Thanks for listening today. And at the end of this episode, please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast if you aren't already. But more importantly, I hope the following interview inspires you to take the next step in your fitness journey. Enjoy. Well, um, I'm Sarah Spivey, and I'm 22 years old. I uh, live here in College Station. I'm from Athens, Texas. Uh, I went here A&M. I was an animal science major, uh, more of the business side, and I want to go to law school eventually, so I'm working here as a paralegal now for the time being. When do you graduate? I graduated last May. Oh, so you're in the kind of in-between graduate and and uh law school yeah season I, I graduated a year early so it took me three years to get my bachelor's so i'm just kind of chilling wanted to get some work experience before i went off to law school and kind of save up some money because you know it tends to be a little expensive and do you know where you're gonna go <laughs> i don't yet i want to go out of state so i just kind of wherever offers me the most money yeah to go. so i'm just kind of chilling in between um, then. okay so you where are you at where are you from athens Okay, and I think I've heard of that, but where in Texas is that? Uh, it's like up by Tyler, northeast Texas, so more of the eastern side. And yeah. It's a lot of fun. But Small town? Or? Tiny town. Well, I'm really from, it's called Crossroads, but it's not even a town. It's a, I graduated with 42 in my class, I think. Wow. So it's tiny. Yeah. Super small. What made you or led you come to A&M? Uh, well, my dad came to A&M, and I was just kind of always growing up in that. And I, A&M was the only school I applied for. I was like... It's this or nothing. So I came to A&M, and it was just since birth, that's where I've always wanted to go. Wow. And then law school became something while you were here, or is that something from childhood? That yeah, you- I, uh, I always wanted to go to vet school. That's why I was an animal science major. And um, so I worked at the A&M vet hospital for two years as a student worker in the surgery department for equine, which was really awesome. But I just figured out really soon that that is not what I wanted to do. And I've always kind of, you know, growing up arguing as a kid, they're like, you should make a great lawyer. And I'm like, yeah, probably. So I kind of got into that, and I've always been interested in politics. So we'll see how it goes. Wow. So that'll be – have you applied for the LSAT? or were you- Yeah, I've taken the LSAT once, and uh, I plan on taking it again. And I was going to go, but then when this whole COVID happened, I was like, might as well take a year off. I got a promotion at my job, work yeah. full-time on salary. So I was like – Good year to stay. Plus, I love it here in College Station. Can't yeah, really be it, so. extends your run here. Exactly. Um, okay, Sarah, thanks for joining me. Uh, what are you drinking? I see some Starbucks. Oh yeah, it's a cold brew with almond milk. That's my go-to. Is that go-to. your jam? Yeah, it's my go-to. Are you like an everyday? No, not everyday. I usually drink a cup of coffee at work. You yeah. know, out of the normal coffee pot. But today, I was like feeling extra special. I was like, <laughs> I'm getting me a cold brew. Oh, I like it. Okay, so. Um, Help me understand when you started really making working out kind of something that was important to you. Was it in your childhood, sports, later? Yeah, I grew up playing sport. I think age of three, I started playing basketball. And uh, Three? Three. Wow. Yeah. So I played basketball, and then I got into softball, and then in high school, volleyball. So in um, high school, I was a four-year 
starter on varsity on basketball, softball, and in volleyball. So I kind of <laughs> grew up <laughs> playing all those sports. And I mean, like, we, it was just year round constant, always playing sports. And like, we really didn't have a big, like weightlifting program or like strength program. And it was mostly just like working on your specific sports skills and running. That's it. And I hated running. Gosh, I hated it Uh. with a passion. And so I think we had a coach my junior year, maybe that was kind of into CrossFit and he made us do a lot of the CrossFit workouts kind of, but not more so much of the weightlifting side, but more of just like conditioning, conditioning. And I was like, this is actually kind of cool. So I was always kind of like that. And I was like, it's nice. Well, I came to college, completely fell off, didn't work out, didn't do anything. I was like, this is great. Don't have to work out again. So I've been working out since I was, you know, tiny. Yeah. But then, uh, the summer between my junior and senior year here at a and I, uh, got into a little CrossFit gym back home. I was like, this is it. I need to in start Athens. Work in Athens. And, um, actually Trent Valentine, didn't he? Oh yeah. He, he used to work here. Yeah. I went to high school with him for a little bit. Oh, y'all are from the same town. Yeah. From the same town. So I knew, I saw him on Instagram, always working out. He was in great shape. I was like, man, that sounds awesome. Yeah. So, and then I was like, I'll get back into it working out. And then I just absolutely fell in love with everything wow. about CrossFit. So I spent like that summer working on like movements, learning things, learning how to actually lift weights. Cause I've never been taught even in high school. And that's when I came here. Man, so that, okay, so let's go back to when you were playing all these sports. Did you have a favorite of those? Oh, basketball. Basketball. Easy. I mean. Did you do the other ones because they needed you or? uh, Well, volleyball, I was tall and I could jump and so I could block. So that was it. I'd never played and I was just like, "Eh, might as well. Softball, that was arguably my parents say it was what I was best at, but it was not my favorite. What was your, what, what made basketball your favorite? I don't know. I guess just. It's just aggressive, I guess. It's yeah. super hands-on contact sport, and it was just I was pretty well. I could hone in my skills since I was since three years old doing basketball. So I just really liked it. It was just so something you, I always enjoyed. Do you remember playing at three years? Oh, old? Oh yeah, I remember. My mom uh, actually taught me how to play basketball when I was like uh, we were tiny in the house dribbling a ball. Well, she's left-handed, and she didn't realize that she was teaching me how to play left-handed until my first game and I went up and she said she has it on video somewhere and I went up with a left-handed layup when I was like three or four and everybody was like is she even left-handed and she was like oops I accidentally taught her left-handed wow so my, my dominant hand in basketball is left hand and until and I'm even right-handed so it's kind of I was always able to dribble better left shoot better left even though I was right-handed oh my so you I mean this is some something that for you, it was like your, your it was your hobby. It was your yeah. life. Yeah. I still play basketball even now. Like I probably once or twice a week, I go shoot around and play basketball. Are you are you like dunking on people? Oh no, I'm <laughs> not dunking on people. <laughs> I wish that'd did be. Did you fun. want to play college? Uh, I did for a little bit, but then I re- I mean, like I was never good enough to play at a Division One school, and I didn't wanted to come to A and M. Yeah, that was all end all be all for me at the time. So I was like, eh. Yeah. Might as well. So you basically, as a kid, were constantly practicing, playing, you know, playing the sports. And then it, the junior year, you said your coach introduced you to CrossFit. Had y'all not done any type of like weight training before that? I mean, not really, no. I mean, like, 
at all. We were just running mm-hmm. and doing our sport. I mean, running, running, How did running. the coach present that? Like, what, what, was it something that, they, that he said, hey, we're going to start doing these workouts just to... Yeah, it was like, uh, I think it was in the it was in the summer, and then we started doing, it was like, uh, here, we, we're tired of running, let's do some CrossFit into it. And he so, called it CrossFit. Yeah, he was yeah. like, this is what the new thing is, where everybody's doing CrossFit, and so are y'all, let's go. And it was more like, because I mean, it would be a 30 of us at a time. So this was and like so, 2015? Yeah, yeah, probably about 2015. Yeah. What so, were some of the workouts that you... I don't even know. It was burpees, like... Bur- uh, yeah, running. it was burpees, running, and then, you know, we throw some medicine balls in there, doing some wall balls, stuff like that. And you so, liked it? Yeah, I did. It was a lot of fun. Did it was, the other girls like it too? No, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> not at all. What did you like about it? I don't... It was just so intense over just like a, such a short amount of time that I it was just like, you're done. And it was like... This is great. Then you're like a full body workout. And it's not just sitting there, you know, getting it, lifting, like, you know, bench press. And then you're waiting for your partner to bench press. And then, you know, it's like five minutes later and you've done like 10 reps. Yeah. And then like, but in CrossFit, it's like, you know, you're going fast and you're getting it done. And Well, there, you know, there's something to say about you being that age and really enjoying it. Because I think back to my high school, you know, football I hated working out. Oh, yeah. And if my coach, you know, I was in high school in 1998, nine, if they would have said, hey, we're going to do this thing called CrossFit, <laughs> and they would have had us do all this burpees, and I'd have been like, this, this is awful. awful. I would have been like everybody else. And so what, like, but you just, do you oh, like competition? Lo- do you like yeah, intensity? Yeah. And competition intensity. And it was like, anything to get me out of running, I will just about do it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, burpees, 100 burpees, take it any day over a mile. Were you very fit? I mean, oh, no, definitely not. I mean, like, I was fit, but, like, now, what I am now is 10 times stronger and better than I was in high school. And I think about all the time, like, if I was, you know, had actually cared enough to work out enough and push myself, I couldn't even imagine. Yeah. All, it'd be incredible. But here I am, you know. Yeah, that's right. And so you continued playing throughout high school. You know, mm-hmm. and then you came to AM, you said you kind of let it go. Oh, or... yeah. Didn't work out. Yeah. So, Ate what, what happened? I mean, you sports were such a big part of your life. Yeah. You... It was, just, it was, I was so, I guess, tired because it was year round since I was, I can remember. Yeah. And I was just like, well, now I can do anything I want. Like, I don't have to do sports. I mean, I, I kind of played occasionally for fun, you know, basketball, shooting around. But like, I was just like, this is great. I don't have to do anything. I could have all the fast food. You know, growing up in a tiny town, we didn't have, we had a McDonald's. And that was yeah. 10 minutes away, and that was, like, the closest thing. Yeah. So, and then I had Whataburger. I mean, we had Chick-fil-A. Changed my life. And I was yeah. like, this is great. <laughs> this is great. Chick-fil-A. So, and then I was just, like, after about two years of being here, I was like, I feel awful all the time. I'm always tired. I have a staying up late, studying, caffeine addiction. I mean, I was like, this is awful. So, I was just finally like, it's time. Did you, know? you gain weight in that time? I, I didn't gain weight. Maybe fluctuated five pounds but it all i lost all my muscle mass and you just felt all my muscle mass yeah i felt bad like i stayed the same weight but it was all fat instead of muscle so i was just like this is awful and did you ever do any intramural sports or no didn't even do any so you just kind of said i was like i've had enough of that now i'm gonna just enjoy life Uh, enjoy life (laughs) for this little time i have so in that summer you said you started kind of uh, you followed Trent, or I guess, how did you hear about CrossFit in that summer? You had already done Well, it. there was some moms, actually, that... Oh, uh, oh back home. Back in home Athens. In, in Athens. You there were was, home for the summer. Yeah, I was home for okay. the summer. And there was some moms that did CrossFit all the time, and they were super fit, like shredded. And I was like, 
ma'am, you are like 45. How do you have abs right now? You, I mean, is it that small of a town that you see these women everywhere? Oh, all the time. <laughs> you see them everywhere. And they're, they're a little mom's CrossFit club. And they're all just completely fit. And I was telling them at the lake. You know, we got the lake or go out to eat. They're, yeah. There they were. And I was just like, this is, I was like, wow, that's incredible. Like, I want to do that. So I went and I tried out with them and. It was great. Like it was a small knitted class. I would go at like eight a.m. Okay, it was, was like, the gym in Athens? Yeah, it was a CrossFit seven five one. Okay, and is what it was and called. Was it like describe the space to me? Oh, it was tiny. I mean, okay. it was like just one little room. I mean, it was a nice, a really nice setup. But there was like, I mean, there was like ten of us yeah. on a good day. Like most of the time, it was about five, and it was like the moms. You know, they had their kids with yeah. them. They were toting them around. The kids were doing their little CrossFit workouts. I mean. Yeah. It was awesome. It was like so. You such went a, to Mom's Club first. Oh, I did. I went to Mom's Club, and it was great. And they, there was a um a firefighter from Dallas that would come in on those some mornings, and he was really big in the CrossFit, and he kind of really worked with me and helped me with the movement and stuff. And then it was just like so much fun. I was like, once you get down the movement, you know, and you're able to do that, then it's boom. Like you can so see. that summer was really kind of your first introduction, introduction to like full CrossFit. And in. In that summer, did you have any big milestones or anything that you remember that you accomplished? That um, I would say snatches. Mm-hmm. Snatches were awful. Yeah. Still, snatches are awful. Yeah, <laughs> they're awful. I don't yeah. know. I just I've never liked them. And then it took me a really long time, and I was so mad because like I've always been super strong. So like being able to force myself to like hold back on weight so I can actually yeah. learn the movements and not be awful at it yeah that was really probably hard and then when i remember when i got like put like tens maybe 10 pound plates on each side and i was like yes yeah so strong so strong but but it was great it was such a good experience so like and i love the atmosphere like you know of the moms working out and the kids playing and then like every it was all ages there yeah and that's what i really really liked about it and that's why i had um because when i came here to boom fit like I, this wasn't my first gym I tried in town. Mm -hmm. Like I tried like three or four maybe. And like, you know, the one week trials, but I didn't really like any of them because of the atmosphere. Mm. Like it was like a bunch of super fit 20 year olds that were completely demolishing me. And I was like, uh, I was like, and no one talked, no one said anything. And I was just like, oh, this is kind of sucky. And then I came here and then I was like, I walked in it was just like all ages. Everybody was so nice all over like I was loved it it was like kids playing I mean like uh, there was like a a 65 year old man that completely demolished me (laughs) working out he whooped my butt and I was like yeah this is what I need I think so you you know I love that you brought that up because so much of the experience has to do with the environment absolutely you know the workout is going to be the workout but you can do that in a lot of different Mm -hmm. environments and cultures and Sounds like the moms group really kind of was exactly what you needed. It was. Because it gave you kind of, too, this ability to look up to these women mm-hmm. and feel, even though you were 20 years yeah, old. Yeah, they, com- they were beating me every but, time. Yeah, but there's still this, like, really cool thing, I think, intrinsically that happens when you're, like, in that environment. It's like, man, I want to I want to work as hard as them or exactly. I want to be able to do that. Do you still, do this, does that mom group still work out? Oh yeah, they still do all yeah. the time. I, I'm friends with them on Facebook. So the gym's still going? Still going. Still a gym? Mm-hmm, still a gym. In the same space? Same space. Well, I, I guess in a town like that too, you just kind of know what you're, oh, yeah. you know, that's what. And they, once you get like, you know, a certain group of clients and like they're yeah. going to stay there forever. Yeah. So. so that was the whole summer. You mm-hmm. walked away with a whole fresh look of CrossFit 
Um, yeah, I was feeling great. Came feeling back good. to AM for your junior year. Mm-hmm. Was it okay? Here, you said you were feeling well, great. What was my senior year? Or your senior year. How long did it year. take for you to really, um, to for you to start feeling better? Like you, you described kind of two years in this feeling of like fast food and not great. How long did that transition? Because surely you didn't go home, work out with the moms, and then feel amazing. Yeah, no. I mean, obviously, I was dying. <laughs> I was so sore. But, um, the, they were great. Like, and then I started feeling better. And so I tried to eat healthier and, but like, it took me a long time to really get my fit, my like nutrition wise, right to completely feel better because that's probably what's been the hardest thing for me. And even then, like, I mean, I came here, I think I joined here that maybe that September of 2019. And then like, even then, like I was only coming maybe like two or three days a week, like mm-hmm. not regularly. And I was, and then, you know, Christmas came around, went home for a month. And then I got back and I was like, okay, this is time. I'm going to start doing good. And then COVID hit and then quarantine and then quarantine, I completely fell off. I didn't do anything. Yeah, It was back to old times. And I was just like, I feel, and I felt awful again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I, I started feeling great. And I was like, this is awesome. And then COVID hit and then boom, I wasn't working out. I wasn't eating right. And then I was just... This sucks again. So describe to me the nutrition struggle and the tug of war that it sounds like you're having or yeah, you've had. Yeah, really it was, I mean, college friends. They're always wanting to go out. They're always wanting to, I mean, like in college, that's all you do is like how you're social is either you're in class or you're at the bars or you're eating out. Yeah. And that's it. And I, I it really took a long time to be able to, you know, go to Whataburger and just say, I'm not going to eat you know, a big old juicy bacon cheeseburger. Like I can't do that because I have food at the house that's waiting for me. Or, you know, there's, I don't have the money to spend on that because I spent a hundred dollars meal prepping this week. So it was, it was really hard for me to be able to find the, find the balance between that being social with my friends and staying on my nutrition. Oh, that right there is, I think, regardless if you're in college or you're an adult, I think the mom's class could speak to this too. It's Mm -hmm. the same struggle that they have probably with kids and Mm -hmm. the kids want something unhealthy. And so it's, you know, but it's a, it's a real struggle. And so it sounds to me and correct me if I'm wrong. Are you on what side of that struggle right now? Are you doing well or? Oh, I'm doing so much better. Okay. so, So that, how have you at this stage, learn to overcome? So really it was, uh, once COVID lifted, I mean, kind of lifted, not yeah. really, but no, you I know, here you. We are. and then we were able to come back to the gyms. Like I was like, okay, is it boom. So I've been working out probably about five days a week here since October, like very regularly. Like I, I'm always here. I live here now pretty yeah. much. <laughs> okay. And I did the six week challenge. Um, I remember that January 1st, I was like, I mean, like I've, I was working out a lot, but I still wasn't like completely there with my nutrition. I was like, I was eating a lot better, but I was like, I want to go full in. Like I want to do so much better. It's time, you know, I'm at a good point in my life where I can do that. And so I did a six week challenge with Robert and I was like, okay, Robert, it's time. We're doing it. Let's go. And he was really, really helpful. And he like helped me so much in figuring out like what worked for me and the nutrition stance. And then I saw such I felt so good during that whole thing I mean yeah like one of the big things was me for cutting out alcohol you know going out with my friends which I still went out with my friends to the bars but I was over there sipping on my water while they were all feeling awful the next day I was here at CrossFit on Saturday mornings so it really it took 
a while, but that final push, I think, was the six-week challenge, and it really honed in my nutritional stance of everything. Yeah, so like even taking what you just shared and then looking at it in a timeline. So you have the summer with the moms, Mm -hmm. introduction to CrossFit, come back to College Station, fall of 19, and then you're dabbling, right? You said I only came two days a week. I was just chilling with COVID, you know, we'll say spring of 2020, COVID hits, and it just completely throws your health journey off. And then you uh, get back in October of Mm -hmm. 2020, and you're committed, and you're saying, okay, I'm ready five days a week. So you're Mm -hmm. here more. And then a light bulb goes off January, and you're like, and I remember we had the conversation. It was mm-hmm. like the last week of December or mid-December. Yeah. And you're like, I'm going to start January 2nd or 1st or whatever. Yeah. And um, six-week challenge. And then really since then, now we're almost half. I mean, I guess we're in, almost in May. You have been focused and, and determined and working out. You say, I don't miss and eating better. So... You know, when we look at the previous to now, you know, what would you say if there was one thing? Because people listening, I promise you, Sarah, are in where you were (laughs) either in the fall of 19, where they find themselves, not just people who listen who are at our gym, just in general, right? People Mm -hmm. who listen that are on their fitness journey. They're either you, maybe in the summer of 19, learning CrossFit for the first First time, time, right? Just kind of being around these people. You're calling them moms who know what they're doing, who, you know, and you're learning. Or they're you in the fall of 19, which is like minimally committed, but mm-hmm. doing it. Or they're you in COVID, which is like nothing's dialed in. I'm just, you know, eating whatever I want. I'm back to my old ways. Mm-hmm. Or they're you in the fall of 2020, which is I'm working out every day, but maybe there's something missing, which yeah. you figured out was diet. Or mm-hmm. they're you like, okay, I'm doing my nutrition and my exercise on point. So is there something that you could speak Maybe let's start with the person who's you in the summer with the moms. like, mm-hmm. And they're maybe feeling like um, a little discouraged or kind of overwhelmed with everything so new. Yeah, so new. Well, it's just you have to stick with it in anything. Like you have to finally make the full commitment and be like, listen, if I want to get better and I want to change and be a better person, you just have to commit to it and you have to have that stance in mind. Like you have to be able to say, I commit to this 100%. And it took me a long time to do that. I mean, it will take everybody. Everyone has a different journey, but it's just you stick with it and do what you can do to make yourself better. Yeah, when you look at it from a timeline perspective, you're you're almost at two years. Oh, I know, exactly. This summer from that. And if I'd have stuck with it at the beginning and went full 100% at the beginning, I mean, I couldn't even imagine yeah. what I'd be at right now. Yeah, and so would you say that for you, that journey, that that the way that you've gone, um, could it have been any different? Or do you feel like it was like exactly how it needed to be for you? I don't know. I mean, obviously, I would have loved it to be different and, you know, come right out the gate and be completely shredded by now, you know. But I feel like it was a really good transition because I different points of my life I was at. So it was just like, yeah, food was a comfort for a while. And then there was a time where it was only CrossFit and my nutrition wasn't anything. And then there was time when it was only nutrition and I wasn't working out. 
But I feel like at this point, like I'm in a really good state to be able to, you know, work on my nutrition and my working out. And I love that you answered it that way because I kind of set you up with that question because in reality, (laughs) nobody goes, I mean, even if you go all in right away in 90 days and let's just say now it's October of 19, well, you still have two years that you have to maintain that. Oh yeah. You know, so that maintaining it is yeah. almost equally as challenging as, as building it. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it still requires the same discipline. It's like, would yeah. you rather win the lottery or would you, you know, and, and you have $10 million deposited in your bank account tomorrow? Or would you rather work from, you know, whatever that number is now to 10 million? 10 million, yeah. And everybody in their kind of, you know, just desire to be lazy wants the 10 million deposited. But oh, in yeah. reality, the work that it takes to get to that point of, and I use money as an example, but we can talk weight loss, body fat percentage, whatever the work that it takes is more beneficial than the actual dollar amount. Oh yeah. Because that work is the life lessons that you're learning. And so for you in this journey, these two years essentially of life lessons that you're learning that you're young, I mean, you're going to hold on to these and the journey's still moving forward from now. Oh, yeah. um, so what changes? Cause I, I always like asking people who do the six week challenge, this question, obviously I know exactly what it's made up of and um, what we coach people with, but it's unique to your experience. You know, what changes did you make that you feel made the biggest impact on you nutritionally? Vegetables. <laughs> oh yeah. So tell oh, me vegetables. about that. I I did not like vegetables growing up at all, and I so I haven't really eaten them. Like, why eat something I don't like, so to say? But yeah. and then so I was like in the six week challenge. I was like, oh, got to eat vegetables. I have to eat vegetables. I got to do it. What kind did you eat? Oh, all of it. I still do. I lo- I cook like I meal prepped last night. I think, and I made this. I mean, Brussels sprouts, bell peppers, asparagus, broccoli, cauliflower. It's I like sweet so potatoes. Cool. I mean, like, like there's, it's endless. It's almost like you're a different person. I know. It, it really is. I, w- I wish I'd go back and say, yeah. listen, if you just keep with it, you'll be fine. Okay. And it sounds like the alcohol, no alcohol. I guess, did you do that for six weeks? Oh, I did. That sounds like it made a big difference. That, oh, it did. It was, it was very tough. It was very tough going. I mean, I still went to the bars probably two or three times a week with my friends because my friends, you know, they're still in college. Yeah. But I was like. I sit in there drinking my water and I still had a wonderful time. Like yeah. I would say I'd probably have it a better time if I was drinking and I wasn't spending, you know, 20, 50 bucks here and there at the bars. Yeah. And I was waking up the next day feeling wonderful. Yeah. I mean, I still, I haven't stuck to the no drinking at all, but like, even when I do, I'm like, I very moderate amounts. I'm like, I really don't want to drink, you know, these six shots. Did that six weeks give you kind of any insight into that? No, not really. It, it was just, but, it was like... It was more like, it was harder. Like I yeah. would say, it was more a mental game than anything is what it was. And what is that's what I wanted it to be in the beginning anyway, is a mental game. It's like, obviously I know I can go without drinking alcohol because it's bad for you. But can I make my mind, you know, sit there and watch people drink alcohol, what I like to do or sit around, be social with my friends and not do it myself. Like that was the real problem I would say. And that's what I wanted out of it is a mental game. Like, of course I could eat healthy all the time, but like, can I look at this cookie and not eat this cookie? Yeah. It's that's the, probably the real struggle I would say. And then did you feel like that the vegetables, let's say, and then no alcohol gave you a, uh, like a very clear 
difference in body composition oh yeah like even i go i didn't i think i didn't see my parents like i didn't go back home for i didn't go back home until probably a couple weeks ago since like january wow and then i walked in and they were just like oh my god (laughs) what did you do (laughs) they were like you were i mean like i my main thing was with the six week challenge is i wanted to not lose like muscle mass and strength and i wanted to lose fat and I didn't really care about the weight. I just wanted to lose more fat. And that's and I did. And you could definitely see the difference of like the way my body looks and how it carries its weight. Like it's just way more toned and lean. And I'm like, yes, this is exactly what I wanted. And my parents were like, oh, my God. Yeah. They asked me, they were like, are you are you trying to do like competitions? Are you trying to be like a <laughs> bodybuilder? And I was like, no, mom, I'm just doing CrossFit. Yeah. It's OK. Don't worry about it. Well, and it sounds like you've carried the what you've learned in the six week challenge and and really the principles nutritionally and kind of maintained Mm -hmm. and been able to kind of stick with it. I heard you reference meal prepping just the other day. So you're still doing that. Oh yeah. I'm still pretty much doing it almost, almost exactly. But I mean, cheat meal here and there, Yeah. but pretty much I'm still doing meal preps that I I cook for like for the whole week. And I, that's what I do it every week. And I have since I started it. I haven't missed a week, I don't think, of meal prepping. And tell me a little bit of what that looks like. So if a listener is considering meal prepping, maybe they can kind of get an idea from you. Oh, yeah. I just, um, so I make like a big vegetable mix and, then, you know, your protein. And that's pretty much what you can do. You can pick anything at and the grocery store. And you just put it in Tupperware. Tupperwares, yeah. I cook usually, uh, I cook on Sundays or Mondays and then I have it all Tupperware up for the rest of the week and then some things I might put in the freezer for later in the week if it's going to be like the weekend but lunch and dinners lunch and dinners and I usually don't meal prep breakfast until like the night before I'll do like overnight oats or you know like a a yogurt with some fruit or something like that but you just you can't go too hard in the beginning maybe only work like if you're going to start meal prepping you know only a couple days of yeah. worth of meal preps is even fine like you don't have to meal prep for you know a whole seven days of three yeah meals you figure a day. out what works for yeah, you yeah just as you go so you know um and yeah i think that's great advice is start small you know maybe make a bigger dinner that way you have lunch the next, next day. day exactly and just start that strategy but i think the key with meal prepping is now that you've prepared this food, you've already told yourself what you're doing. Oh, yeah. As opposed to having the question mark. <laughs> exactly. You know, when you're sitting there, for example, at now and you're working and, you know, you have a lunch break and you don't have any food, well, what are you yeah. going to do? Get yeah. in your car, you're going to drive somewhere, you're going to make probably mm-hmm. a poor decision. A you very know, poor based decision. Based on proximity and price. Exactly. But you have already predetermined, that's what meal prepping is. Exactly. You've predetermined what you're going to do based on your goals in life, right? Your nutritional goals and your exercise goals. Uh, I think that's awesome, Sarah. Seriously, like just even unraveling the last almost two years just shows how far you've come. Oh, absolutely. And it probably feels like, yeah, it was a long time, but it's very goes by quick. It goes by so fast. (laughs) Yeah. So do you have any targets, goals, things that you're hoping to do in your fitness and your nutrition and your health? I mean, really, I've, so I remember I said I hated running. Yeah. I hated running. Well, I've started running and I do, I I try to run a couple times a week now, a couple miles. Like I've got, I remember the first time I ran a mile without stopping. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. I ran a mile. Yeah. This is great. And then I ran two and then I ran three. And then now I, I want to do like a, 
like a half marathon or something. Wow. That's like my next thing. That's like towards the end of the year. But I don't know. But that's that's just dabbling. Yeah, with just it. a little something. Just new. a little something new. Yeah, just a little something. That's new. That's awesome. Um, okay, so the title of the podcast is "Building Better People," and the the reason it's called "Building Better People" is because that's kind of our purpose and mission here at the gym. It kind of drives what we do. So it's my belief that when people start exercising, they're just becoming a better version of themselves. And that that motivates me a lot more than snatching oh, um, or than even running. It's just knowing that every person like you and, and any person you see around, that when they're exercising and they're moving their body and eating better, it's just they're upgrading who they are. And so how is that true for you? How has you, going back to, we'll say, fall spring of your freshman year kind of downward spiraling in your health oh yeah and now we'll say spring of 2020 or i guess spring of 2021 thriving in your health how are you a better version of yourself oh i'm a hundred percent i mean i care more about my relationship with others i care more about my health i care more about my mental well-being like i once i was able i feel like the root of most of my problems i'm not saying all but most of them were how I felt about my health, how I did not feel good, which in turn made me eat bad, which made bad choices, you know, go out to the bar, keep doing bad things. And then once I was able to turn around on my health and feel better, then it made me want to do better in every aspect of my life, which is 100% true. And I very strongly believe like, if you feel good, you're going to do good in life. So that's really what it helped me and like coming here and just having kind of like all motivation ever like the coaches are motivating you know everybody that comes and works out here is so motivating and i'm just it was just a great environment to be in and it's really set me up for good things proud of you sarah thank you great i appreciate job. it once again thanks for listening if you live in bryan college station we would love for you to come to our gym and start with one of our programs if you're interested in more information about our services or a free trial visit us at boomfitbcs.com That's boomfitbcs.com.